Oh, are we on the air? Hey gang, it's Brian from FX Billiards. Today we're going to have more of a discussion than a lesson. We want to talk about bar boxes, what we love about them, what we don't like about them. Uh, I would like to hear your feedback in the comments, so be prepared with your thumbs to let me know what your thoughts are. So I'm going to talk about five things that we love about bar boxes and five things that we don't like so much about bar boxes. So number one, the number one thing I think that most advanced players have an issue with when it comes to bar boxes, and this falls into a lot of the leagues, TAP, BCA, uh, APA, any league that plays the majority of their games on bar boxes, is that bar boxes are equalizers. Say you have an APA 7 and you have an APA 3. Uh, if you put them on a 9-foot table, this is where they are. But once you put them on a bar box, this is what happens. There's no long shots. Position play becomes less important. Uh, there's just there's less strategy involved. A lot of the things that cause an advanced player to be advanced just simply don't come into play anymore. So uh, bar boxes become equalizers, and I know that that's one of the reasons why there's a lot of advanced players that simply won't play in the APA. If you look at APA rankings, uh, the number of people that play uh, in the APA, you'll find that there's a very small percentage of really good players. Unless they're playing in the Masters, they tend to gravitate out of the handicapped league. And believe it or not, bar boxes are one of the reasons. Number two, and some of these things that we hate about bar boxes are really ownership specific. And what do I mean by that? If the bar box is in a bar, a restaurant, um, you know, any place other than someone's home, it takes on a whole new characteristic. We could put together a list of things we love about bar boxes in the home and don't like about them in bars and restaurants and things like that. So care is number two on my list. What do I mean by care? Bar boxes are abused in public spaces. People set drinks on them, they set their food on them, they set their ass on them, they set everything on this because a lot of the people that frequent these places simply don't have any pool room etiquette. And it's not just their fault, they just haven't been taught any better uh, and no one is policing it. If some guy puts his uh, beer on top of the pool table, you know, even during a game, I've actually seen that during a game, there's not enough people saying, hey, dude, you know, take your bar, take your beer off the table. The, another reason why, um, you know, bar boxes in places like bars or whatever uh, don't get taken care of is because other than being abused, they are very expensive to maintain. Now, an average bar box today, if you have a bar and you want to put a bar box in there, uh, coin up bar, uh, bar box, it's probably going to be about $3,500, which is just part of your cost. Remember, Covering that table, leveling that table, all the things that go along with uh, taking care of that table, replacing the, um, not just the felt, but the bumpers, uh, everything that, that has to be done as far as maintenance for that pool table, you need to pay for. So all those dollars that are going into that table, uh, in a lot of cases, just simply balancing out if you're taking care of the table on a regular basis. So a lot of the dollars that go into this table are just simply reinvested in having the table 
maintained at a minimum level because the cost of maintaining a pool table, particularly a bar box, is extraordinary. So it could be quite a few hundred dollars, a couple thousand dollars a year. So that's another reason why we don't necessarily like bar boxes. Besides being equalizers, the care of most of these tables is not all that great. Number three on my list. And again, I want to see what your list looks like. But number three on my list is the cost to play. Now, if I go into a pool hall, I can play for an hour on five bucks. At the pace I play, and, and most of the guys that I play with, that's quite a few games in nine ball. That might even be a race to five or seven, or depends on the seriousness of the game. But if you play on a bar box, you're basically paying a dollar every two minutes, or at least somebody is, uh, to play a game. The games are quicker, they're faster, they're easier, and they don't last very long. So the actual cost, and a lot of people don't think about this, the actual cost of playing on a bar box per hour is much, much higher than it is even at the nicest pool halls. So that's another reason why uh, bar boxes aren't necessarily popular with better players. Number four on my list is the game is different. It is a different view of the game on a bar box. The balls are cluttered together. Uh, the, um, of course, there's fewer long shots. The bank shots that advanced players might take during a match uh, just don't exist because sometimes the rails are dead. Uh, the angles are slightly different. A lot of things are changed the second you get on a smaller table. The fact that it is a slightly different game than it is on a nine foot table, for example, uh, kind of throws some people off and it does um, kind of push the higher ranked players away from it. Even though you got Earl and Shane and, and everybody else playing bar box tournaments. Uh, and these are some of the most popular tournaments, by the way. Uh, you think that everybody wants to see these guys play on nine foot tables, but people love watching bar box competitions. And one of the reasons people like these games these matches on these seven foot tables is because people can relate to them. This guy is playing on the same table that I have down the corner uh, at the local bar. Even though it is a different game uh, and it's really super easy for most high ranked players, it is something that people can relate to. But in the meantime, uh, there are a lot of professional games being played on bar boxes. If you've ever been to the Super Billiard Expo, some of the best players in the world are milling around and playing matches from anywhere from 20 bucks to $2,000 on bar boxes. So um, we'll get to that a little bit later. Next, if you play on a bar box on a regular basis, whether it's at home or at a bar or wherever, uh, and this is your primary table that you're playing on, you are under-trained for the larger tables. Now, I have an eight-foot table, but I still maintain a regular regiment on nine foot tables because when you're playing especially on a bar box you're playing in an environment where the pockets are relatively larger there aren't any long shots you're playing uh, a much different type of uh, position you need to make sure that you're putting in the time on those regulation tables if you're going to be good overall because a lot of the bigger events are going to be on nine foot tables also, I don't think anyone has ever come up on a nine-foot table and had trouble on a bar box, but there's a lot of people that come up on bar boxes and have a difficult time 
on a nine foot table. So keep that in mind while you're training. They are great instruments to have in your home, which we'll get to in second part of this video. But uh, at the same time, you need to make sure you're putting in your reps on the larger tables so that you're adding some resistance to your game, even if your intention is only to play on bar boxes. So let's talk about what we like about bar boxes. Number one, um, there are a lot of leagues that would not exist if it was not for the existence of bar boxes. Bottom line, BCA, APA, TAP, a lot of these leagues would not exist if there weren't for bar boxes. So the fact that they exist, the fact that you can buy this and put it in a bar and there's a lot more availability, which is going to bring us to number two on the reason we like bar boxes. But if you don't like bar boxes, think about this. Your league probably would not exist if it wasn't for bar boxes. So that's our number two thing on the list is not only does it promote the leagues and the fact that a lot of these leagues could not exist with them, but there's a lot more availability. The availability comes in two forms. One, there are places that could not put a pool table in their establishment if they had to have a nine-foot table. They can't afford it. They don't have the space for it. This includes individuals. If you have a bar box in your house, there's a probably a good chance that, and by the way, in this instance, bar box and seven-foot table can be interchanged. But if you have a seven-foot table, if you have a, a smaller table in your house, there's a very good chance that is for one of two reasons. Either the fact that it is more economical to own the smaller table or the fact that you don't have space for the larger table. So I have recommended eight foot tables versus nine foot tables to some people for a couple different reasons. And I will get to that uh, a little bit later. But the availability, the amount of tables you can have in a different community, in a different location, just in general, uh, increases substantially when you put seven foot tables versus eight or nine foot tables in an establishment. Uh, another thing, if you are learning to play pool or someone that you care about is learning to play pool, they are more likely to stick to the game if they are learning on a seven foot table. I have played with guys who have been playing for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, and won't play on a nine foot table because it is frustrating to them. They can't run balls. They can't make two balls in a row sometimes, and they've been playing forever. Imagine that type of frustration, but now you're a new player. You may never see yourself making a ball on some tables where the table is nine foot and has tight pockets. Most of us came up playing on seven foot tables, whether it was a bar box or a seven foot table at someone's home. And we probably would not be in the game today if it wasn't for the fact that we had some kind of success watching that ball go into pockets on that smaller table. If you have to learn the game on a nine foot table, it is going to be a lot more difficult. In the long run, if somehow you stick with it, you may be better as a result. But in the short run, you probably already gave up the game. It's a frustrating game for guys that are skilled. It's a frustrating game for guys that have been playing for years. I have a lot of students that have been playing for 20 years and get frustrated playing uh, even on a seven or eight foot table. Imagine you're coming up and playing on a nine foot table. You're giving up that game right away. The next thing, 
the cost. We really like the fact that bar boxes cost less. Again, $3,500 to put a bar box in your bar or your home or wherever might be five grand if you're trying to put a gold crown or um, some type of uh, diamond table in your house. So the cost allows more people to own pool tables, whether it's establishments or individuals in their homes. This also comes down to maintenance. It is less money to recover a seven foot table than it is a nine foot table. So again, that promotes more pool. And that's really what we need more than anything else is for this game to last, to stay strong for more people to come into the game as opposed to fewer. So all of those things in mind, bar boxes are better for the game. If they weren't for bar boxes, they'd probably be, of course, I'm just making up this number, they'd probably be 50% fewer pool players in the world. A bunch of people would have never learned a game. A bunch of people would have never stuck with the game. A bunch of people would have never had an opportunity to play the game. Whether it's 50% or 15%, who knows? But if you think about it from an intellectual standpoint, think of how many people would not be playing the game today. So there's a bunch of people that don't play basketball because they're five foot three. Think about that. So anyway, um, another thing we like about bar boxes is the fact that the games are quicker. Now, this might be a plus or a minus for some of you. Whether it was intentionally by design or it just worked out that way, it is the best thing for establishments that the tables are smaller, the, ta the pockets are relatively larger. As a result, the games are quicker. And as a result, more money goes into that table. So uh, the fact that the games are quicker, I think is a positive. Let me know what you think. Most guys that don't run racks don't like the games to be quicker. <laughs> guys that um, make two balls and, and they're out and they're into a new inning uh, don't usually like the games to be quicker because they're spending a lot less time at the table. So those things in mind all wrap up into this one thing. Bar boxes are good for the game. Whether you like playing on them or not, whether you give people a hard time because they play on them or not, uh, bottom line is they are good. Not just for the bottom line, but for the sport itself. Bar boxes disappear, trust me, the sport disappears because there's going to be a lot fewer players involved. So let me know what you think in the comments. Hope you guys have a great day. Don't forget to subscribe. Thanks for watching or listening if you're on the podcast. See ya. Some of you are thinking, I don't like bar boxes at all. I have guys give me a hard time because I have an eight foot table. Well, you know what? Kiss my ass. <laughs> I'm probably going to edit that out. I have sponsors that don't want to hear me talk like that. See me live on stage, just rocking the crowd. I got it locked down to say no doubt. After party in the club, VIP, cause I'm an MVP.